This is Scott Pilgrim vs. The Minute 14. Welcome to Scott Pilgrim vs. the Minute Podcast, the show where we review and analyze the movie Scott Pilgrim vs. the World one minute at a time. Am I dreaming? Dave Castile. <laughs> Good morning. And this one girl, Sam Brown. Do I do girl voice or do I just say hello? Just say, just say hey. Yeah. Hey. Hello. What's up? <laughs> This is actually a condensed scene versus the minutes we've been doing this week. Um, this one's uh, not... Uh, One full scene, huh? Yeah, we, we, we kind of get a scene. Um, but we pick up with Scott uh, as he was walking through the party looking for uh, Ramona flowers. And we get the through the crowd, he sees her standing against the wall by herself holding a drink. And then we get a uh, like a split screen of the two with like... Scott's expression changing as he's staring at her, and she's really not doing much of anything. Looking pretty bored. Right. <laughs> to with yeah. him. Uh, not talking to anybody, just standing there. Yeah, she's clearly there to, like, you know, be part of something, but doesn't want to be there. At the same time, yeah, it kind of senses. Get, like, she's not there with anybody. figure out a little bit why later, but yeah. Right. Uh, but then, uh, then we get, like, a title card screen. Black screen, white letters, says this one girl, dot, dot, dot. Yeah, and that's in the book, and that that's is the start ask. of chapter three. Okay. It's chapter three, and we're only 10 minutes in. I know. It felt like a chapter. But then the uh, camera goes ahead and shows us a straight-on view of Ramona up against the wall, and the this one girl letters remain, but they're now in black letters, and we get this nice transition of Scott kind of coming in from camera left, and as he's sliding across the wall towards her, he erases Try to be all words. nonchalant. Right, the words erase off the screen, and... You get because well, he's like walking over the words, like sliding over yeah. the words, right? right. It's yeah. like erasing like them off the wall the or something. Yeah. <laughs> and then he gets, you know, he says, "What's up?" Because he's trying to talk, and she says nothing. And then the whole his great pickup line that we had previously when he was uh, playing Ninja Ninja Revolution with knives, talking about Pac Man versus Puck Man and all that. Which he delivered so smoothly before. He delivered that while playing that game. game. Here, up against a girl that he knows nothing about and he's just smitten with. Well, <laughs> yeah. He cannot it, it, deliver these lines. He, he's not delivering. Um, this, this conversation starts out with a, an ongoing, this is the beginning of a joke that happens a couple of times in here, where he comes up and says, hey, you know Pac-Man? And she's all, I know of him. And that I know of happens a couple more times. And that's one of my favorite ongoing jokes of this entire thing. Is it's kind of the first time of it I know of him. Nice. Um, and I do that. I, I, I've adopted that into my personal life that I do this <laughs> all the time. Um, and, I, and like other people I know that have seen Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, I set them up to do this. And I get mad at them when they don't, they don't pick appropriately send it back. You know, hey, you know that assignment that I gave you to do at work the other day? I know of it. And they don't do it. And I get all mad at them, you know, <laughs> mostly because they didn't respond back and they didn't do the assignment. But, right. um, all that. <laughs> yeah. 
But uh, yeah, so he goes through and just oh, it's delivered so horribly. It's awkward. It's uncomfortable. Every, <laughs> everything, every note hits there. As the viewer, you're like, oh god, he's just such. He's so bad you're, at this. It's cringing. You're cringing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he has no confidence in the scene. There's there's no power on his side. Right. It, it, it's it's what dudes go through when they approach a woman to ask him out for a number or something. Not that I have any experience with this, but <laughs> you know, I've seen movies. You've seen movies. I watch shows. So, and she's uh, clearly unimpressed with this horrible uh, delivery of knowledge that he has. <laughs> and I also feel like she gets this all the time. Well, right. This is just another guy, another bad pickup phrase, and I don't right. care. And she's like, "Yeah, yeah, that's amazing." So then he asks her if uh, he's dreaming. She has no real response. Well, her expression in that moment, though, like she's got the questioning eyebrows, and then right. he asks, am I dreaming? And she, her eyebrows, like, drop. And she doesn't need to say anything in that moment. Right. It's so clear on her face, like, Go what is wrong with you? <laughs> well, that was a... Almost like a, am I dreaming? Because you fit perfectly in my dreams. Like the the setup for like another sure, set of pickup yeah. lines, and she was almost like, don't, don't, yeah, right? We're Just not stop. going there. <laughs> I get yeah, that. Too. You're, you're yeah. not doing that. Um, well, right, because up until this point, he doesn't know. He, he hasn't defined that she's real. You know, this was kind of like the last bit, right, of, of him, him defining He's, for for him. Yes, that's that's a semi legitimate question to him, but that wasn't Correct. how she took that. <laughs> right. Exactly. It was a setup for another line. Um, so, <laughs> but then he says that he'll leave her alone forever, and her response of thanks, thanks, which is yeah. where the scene ends. This is actually a well-cut scene for our minute. Oh yeah, uh, is that so? Does this play in the book scene? Um, the beginning of that conversation is word for word, like when he says, uh, "You know, so what's up?" and she says nothing, and then it goes into instead of the Puckman story, mm -hmm. she explains uh her shoes which kind of resemble butterflies that she got in england okay <laughs> and scott's like yeah i, I recognize something like she got that. the shoes in england or they resemble some butterflies that she got in england no the the shoes here we go oh oh thank you for the the right, All right kind of <laughs> oh yeah but the uh, the drawings actually look exactly like how they were oh yeah, the, yeah. yeah set up. There's, is... like there's a lamp next to them and yeah. everything like it it's set up exactly the same way and uh, so there's that story, which replaces the Puckman story, and then it goes into... Um, but she's the, telling the story this time. No, no. It just... It, it's just like he asks... Uh, he says, I like your shoes, and she explains she got oh, them okay. in England. Okay. And then there's this awkward moment, and Scott does the same, I'll leave you forever now, and she's like, thanks. And she clearly looks horrified in that moment. Right. Oh, yeah, and she's drinking, so thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and the, and I have to buy at, this that thing. moment <laughs> where Scott crushes the cup is in the book too, and I liked how in the scene, um, just and like he's still the book, holding he's standing, it, he's standing there yeah. with the cup in his hand, crushed, as if he was drinking it, right, crushed the whole time. But he's got crushed in his hand the whole time. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I like that transition of where you see when they have that first split screen of the two of them, and you just see all these different shots of him, what he's doing, you know, the look on his face, the crushing of the cup, and her. Her frame doesn't really change. It's just that that disinterested in being here expression. She doesn't really notice him, or if she does, she's ignoring him because she's not there to meet anybody really. 
at least nobody that is going to come up and give cheesy puck yeah, man I, lines. It does make <laughs> me wonder why she's even there. I know there's a little bit more to that later. Um, yeah. But it, it's also sort of like the wire label guys at this party. Like, I think this is all just an, an excuse to get these people together for exposition purposes, for, for moving the story. But it's um, Toronto, and apparently everyone's there. We don't know anything about Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Dave does. I don't know. I anybody. love that city. I like Toronto. That's a, that's a gorgeous city. I like that driving Great range. Great baseball team. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Dave's a fan. Whatever. So. I happen to be a Toronto Blue Jays fan, so... <laughs> All right. So, anything else in this minute? This, I mean, we, we had so many in the other, the previous minutes. So much going on. This one really is is just that one scene. It was just the one, one thing, exchange. but it was it's big. It was kind of important. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it was because I guess the way this scene kind of plays out, you're and the way it ends, you're like, well, that's it, loser. But you got, but you know, again, we're only fourteen minutes into this movie. This this can't be it <laughs> for this relationship. But it starts off on such Our a listeners like, I've been listening to these fools for three weeks, and we're only 14 minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> but but seriously, in the film, I mean, it's like, yeah, okay, well, we know that's not it. I mean, obviously, he's going to give it another go. But you come out of that, and it's like, wow, what a horrible first impression. So now we're going to spend the rest of the movie with him building it up. We shall see as so, we break apart future minutes. I have two other notes-slash-questions, mm -hmm. uh, because I feel like everything in this this film is intentional. Absolutely. Um, in this scene, you see a light switch up on the wall, really high, off to the right of Scott. Okay. Well, the left of Scott, I guess, but right from his perspective. And then above both of them are two sad balloons. I did see the balloons. And I, and I feel like there must be something to this, a symbolism of some sort. I don't know the the light, but I want feedback on this. Did I'll we talk the about question. the yeah? Did we talk about the light switch before? No, I feel like I must. I wonder if that's in trivia, and I just missed it. And when I was going scanning through the trivia again, but I feel like there was something said about that high up light switch before. So there's probably certainly some relevance there. Unless check. it just has a high light switch. So anything from you, Dave? You're muted. <laughs> oh nope, there is something in the trivia. There is. Okay. Uh, light switch is visible on the wall seven feet above the ground near the ceiling. The party scene was filmed at a frat house in Canada, and the light switch puzzled the director as well as the crew. So okay. there you go. It's it's not symbolic. It's just weird, and they wanted to get that in the scene, I guess. Gotcha. Okay, so I wasn't crazy. I remember reading something about the light switch. All right, Dave, what, what did you have? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I muted myself for a moment. Uh well, I was telling you that I was actually re-watching the scene, oh, okay. looking for the light switch. <laughs> 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 so I just see this waving out of the corner of my eye. <laughs> I'm Sorry. trying to cue him. Yes, we're, we're very bad radio sometimes with our jokes. Uh, <laughs> what are you talking about? That was great radio. <laughs> <laughs> was that all one question, Sam? Yeah, I thought you, uh, yeah, you had two points. Was those there those point? are the two points but, oh, those, okay. question. And, uh, yeah. The it, it's just a curious set. Yeah, I mean, I think every everything is so clearly framed. I mean, this isn't just like a camera panning. I mean, every single shot is clearly established in the frame and, and getting everything in there. And as you've been showing us with the book, you know, it, there's there's certainly that attention to the detail. 
that can be appreciated just up until this point when we really haven't had any action, just still getting to know the characters. So that certainly has been good up to this point. So, All right, well, I have nothing else for this minute. If you guys don't, uh, Dave, how can the uh, listeners give us their thoughts on the minute? Uh, we are on Facebook at Scott versus the, uh, excuse me, Scott versus minute. Um, and next we are on the Twitter uh, at Scott versus minute hashtag. I know of him. And we're on the Gmail at Scott versus minute at gmail.com. I think we have a website too. Scott versus the minute. Scott versus minute. I don't remember what that yeah. is. Scott yeah. versus minute at, uh, or dot com. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> you can get all the shows there. You can subscribe to the RSS or. The Apple Podcast link is there. Sam, can they find us elsewhere? Uh, yes. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> I got there. Uh, Brian and I review obscure streaming movies. Uh, the podcast is called Streaming Nonsense. You can find us at streamingnonsense.com. Absolutely. And uh, Dave and I talk all things pop culture at podcastturbia.com. That's going to do it for this minute. We'll be back in just a minute for Minute 15. 